All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network and Inside the Rebels. Hope you had a good long weekend. Enjoyed your Memorial Day yesterday. It's good to be back on the podcast with you. Yeah, I've been out a few days. I had a, had a busy weekend myself. A lot to get to today. Rebels in a baseball regional. We'll break that down a little bit. What it might look like. What are their chances uh, to win this thing? And then what it looks like if they do win it. If you want to go ahead and get a, ahead of ourselves just a little bit. Robert Kirby is hired for men's basketball. We'll dive into that here in just a second. What does that mean for Kermit Davis? What do I think of that? And then uh, there's a little bit of recruiting news out there. The Deshaun Jenkins stuff, picking up him, that's that's another good one. Um, that It's another good one. But that shouldn't be a surprise at this point because uh, Lane Kiffin has absolutely killed the portal. So what will that do for him? But first, let me start with this. Yeah, I have had a busy couple of days. Let me mention this real quick. Uh, congratulations. Now, you won't be hearing any more of Northwest ranking baseball from me. You're still going to get plenty of family stuff. So for us, that'll be about where Connor's next stop is. You know, my kids, Caleb's surgery from a few weeks ago, vacation this summer, whatever. Who knows what it'll be? Who knows what that'll be? But uh, but for this podcast, the last couple of days have been tied up with the the baseball championships at Trustmark Park with the MHSAA. Let me just get this out. There is nothing better than these state championships. You know, I've probably covered now 300-plus of them, football, basketball games, baseball games, been to some softball. I mean, I've been to several different type state championship games for uh, for high schools. And um, I've always enjoyed it. I mean, it's kind of almost like a – you can call it – I say it's a calling. I've enjoyed investing that part of my life into it. And um, it's 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 always been great. Already enjoyed it. This was the first time experiencing this as a dad, and then to see my own kids' personal road to get here, and then Northwest Rankin beats Desoto Central in three games uh, at Trustmark Park. That's it's one of the most honestly one of the most unbelievable experiences with my life because um uh, in my life because I'm one of those parents that when I talk about this stuff I do say we with my kids, any of the, of the three, because uh, it, yeah, it's not a, a situation where you're trying to live vicariously through your kids, but you know, we do this together uh, the, from the travel ball to rides, to practice, to trainers, to whatever, um, to good days, bad days. Look, it's, it is a wee thing. And if you're not investing that in your kids anyway, you, you should be, you should be. So everything we do, it's definitely a wee. But Northwest Rankin is able to, to get it done in just a crazy game uh, yesterday. Um, excuse me, not yesterday, on, on Sunday. They went three to two uh, game, just just crazy. I could get into the guts of it, just things that never happen. From a kid scoring a run to take a late two-to-one lead, but misses the umpire said he missed the home plate. It looks like on the replay actually touched. That yeah, doesn't matter. Missed a home run call in the first in the second game, too. That's that matter either. But anyway. You have something like that. Kid gets picked off second base late. Looks like you're losing it. Then the shortstop hits one off the wall, kind of changes momentum. 
Uh, best player in Mississippi, by the way, Nick Monastery. He's headed to Southern Miss. Um, Ole Miss missed one there. And then um, late in the game, Sun gets in a player's eyes, drops it, easy pop-up at second base, helps Northwest rank in an error on the third baseman after that. I mean, just a crazy game. They win it. Um, my kid pitched the second game. Nick Monastery wins game one. Connor took the loss in game two. One of his um, one of his two losses on the year. But um, this is one – I could use my kid as an example. This is why the high school stuff is so awesome. And then we're about to jump into this baseball regional transition to that. You know, Connor had a great year. He was first team All-State, 6A. Has had college coaches calling him this year and is headed to Jones. But, you know, he has worked for this for a year to go from last year where he only threw like two innings, two and two-thirds. And then this year he threw 60-plus. And uh, he wanted to be the best he could be at the end here for Trustmark. And uh, I just pushed too hard. I think somewhere in there, he just pushed too hard. And, you know, velocity had gotten up to 92, 93 this year, topping out. And it just went the other way here the last month. If it's college football, hey, you know, you shut her down because you don't want to, hey, you can't throw 87 for a college coach. You know, you're done. And, uh, Man, those aren't even considerations at that level. Let's say, hey, how can I get on a mound and get somebody out and help our guys win it? And he and he threw great. Thought he did great in the game that they lost. Struggled early. We had some errors. Got down four early, and then um, he manages to rebound from a four spot in the second and got them all the way to the sixth inning, down four three, and just not our night that we end up getting beaten that game, but come back and win game three. But look, could not be more prouder of my son. Yeah, I devoted five minutes of the podcast to him. But um, if you're a dad, one of the most unbelievable experiences I've ever had. And then to photograph it, had two kids on the team, a 10th grader, Caleb, and see those guys on the field together enjoying that after everything that's gone into it, just is unbelievable. Gave me a new perspective on that, that I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful that, that the Lord gave that to me. Now let's move on to the Ole Miss Baseball Regional. Stunned they got in. I mean, stunned they got in. And uh, I'm going to speak here half as a fan, half as a media guy. Because, you know, other media guys, I had a couple of media friends text me. And uh, and this is the reason I say take this with a grain of salt. Because, but I'm just telling you this to give you an idea of kind of the surprise that was out there. And, like, I had a couple of different guys, like, in a matter of five minutes texting me, hey, hey, Mike called in a couple of favors on this one, huh? I mean, we, Ole Miss obviously has a guy that's very well respected nationally. Whatever your thoughts are on, I don't even, I don't care about that right now. I don't want to even have an opinion on it right now because it doesn't matter. They're going into the postseason and those type of discussions are tabled now for a little bit later. But he is very well respected nationally. And look, he's the, the USA baseball head coach this year. And so obviously these are jokes that are being sent to me, but hey, it's, yeah, he is respected. And, if there was a way to call in a favor, this was a good year to do it, if you could do it. Or if somebody's out there just felt felt to take it on themselves to, hey, let's let's do uh, let's do bro here a solid. And, and I'm not saying that went into it because who knows what all goes into those decisions because sometimes I don't understand them. Not just baseball, but across the board. But then also the, I bring it up because, yeah, a lot of people were very surprised they got in. You look at the RPI and you look at some other schools that got left out. And yeah, no doubt there was a lot of surprise. Uh, I think that from from almost the consensus was that they would not get into a regional this year. But but they get in. 
now that you get in, I've said this for months, probably almost now working on two months. Everybody for this year will remember what happens from here on. That's just how baseball is. Unless you win the SEC tournament. If you go on that kind of run, those are memorable. But everybody will remember now what happens in the postseason. If they did something crazy, that's what you will remember. Because it's worked exactly the other way a lot of years. Big regular seasons. Or Ole Miss has had a lot of success in the SEC baseball tournament. And then win some games in a regional or get to a super and then not get there. You remember that. Way more than you remember what happened in the regular season. So the opportunity is to do that again, except you flip it. Not the greatest regular season or SEC tournament, but you flip a switch and you go on a run. All you need is an opportunity. Now, can they? I don't know. I like the regional that they're in. I like the matchup that that they got. They're a three seed headed to Miami playing Arizona. This is not the Arizona team they played a few years ago. Uh, I think they have a really good shot at this. The way Delush is pitching, the way Hunter Elliott has been pitching, the way they've been swinging it, yeah, I think they have. I think they have a legit shot here. They'd have to go down there and play great, but there is a road that you can see them taking to win the thing. And let's let's get way ahead of ourselves. Let's say they win this regional. Potentially, there's a matchup there with Southern Miss, who people were surprised at that too, that they got in as an 11 and they're hosting. Um, for me personally, that would be amazing. For Ole Miss to win that regional, Southern to win it. And look, and not just for me personally, for the state of Mississippi, that'd be a great thing for baseball here. I'm telling you, baseball is growing in Mississippi. It's always been good, but it's really growing. And uh, that would be another shot in the arm. I hope it happens. You know, I saw one of Southern's best pitchers this weekend, Dalton Rogers. He's a lefty reliever from Northwest Rankin out of high school. They brought him in from Jones. Um, he, You look at his numbers, he's had a terrific year. He's been up to 97. He's a low to mid-90s lefty that's – he's nasty. Uh, he's hard to deal with, but awesome kid. His brother was our second baseman this year at Northwest. Great family and had a chance to talk to him about the possibility of, you know, if something cra- – at that point when I'm talking to him, if something crazy should happen and, and they get matched up and dang it if it didn't happen. But, yeah, I would love for that to – to be um to be in the cards a week from now from them both to win a regional and and look and then for Ole Miss people that's a quick trip and you've already gone down there and won so we'll see what happens maybe they can do something crazy here but we still have baseball to talk about and a week ago didn't think that was the case um I do want to mention the Robert Kirby hiring for basketball uh, for those of you if you're not big into into the basketball circles. Uh, for my money, just for what I traditionally know of Robert Kirby, that's a that's a huge hire. Like this is somebody that's a known recruiter, did it for a long, long time at Mississippi State. And I do know what you guys are talking about with not what you guys are talking about. I know the Kermit Davis reality. Like there's a very short leash there. And this is coming from somebody who is pulling for him. I hope he, he gets it done this year and gets that thing turned around. But, yeah, this he has to do something this year. If they are able to get through this year, 
bring in enough players, put together enough talent to win games, going forward, Robert Kirby would be very good to have on that staff. Like I said, known recruiter, a lot of names on this list, um, a ton of them Mississippi State, obviously, but not just State guys from the past, but a lot of guys here recently at Georgetown. He He's a terrific recruiter. So for Kermit Davis to get him on board is a, a big, big deal. And he was able to do that. So we'll see what, what happens there going forward. Um, the only other thing I did want to mention, this is not necessarily in addition to the roster like some of these transfer guys. Not the, It's not a, not a dart or it's not a trig. But Deshaun Jenkins was solid at Vanderbilt, which is kind of par for the course for this transfer class they've brought in. When they haven't brought in just the huge five-star names, you look up and down that list, which I think maybe is now 17. I think that number is 17 or 18 transfers. And he fits the mold of just, hey, here you go. That's another potential solid starter. Started three years for Vandy. And I know Vandy wasn't great, but three years as a starter, six foot, 200 pounds, 28 starts. I'm looking at the numbers here in front of me. Um, started every game of the last year, 42 tackles, three interceptions. I mean, that's, a, that's a solid pickup. Again, just like all the other ones that they've added. And uh, now that seems to be a, a position just top of my head that they have talent already. You remember with, well, Ishim Young, we didn't get to see him in the spring, but uh, with the broken jaw and everything that went along with that, but you would think they have that. But maybe they move Otis Reese down the linebacker. There's word there that he is he's gaining weight to try to be bigger, to be this kind of a hybrid player possibly. And I could see that. And that this would be another safety you add to the mix for some of that shifting. I do think this. There are several guys on the roster already who are in that tweener is the, the negative way to say it because then that gives you the idea that they're in between positions. That there's got to be a better way to say that. Um, to mean that there are players on that roster that can play multiple positions and do different things. Go from edge rusher to linebacker, inside to outside on the defensive line, guys in the safety that can be a safety, that can walk up, be in the box. They have a lot of those guys. And uh, this is another good addition. So chalk another one up to the transfer portal and what Lane Kiffin is, uh, is doing in that department. It's hard to complain when you look at the results, because I've heard people complaining about some of the high school in Mississippi stuff. I mean, you know, I do a lot with high school Mississippi coaches and, and I get it, but you can't blame that on Lane Giffen. Like he's found a system here to bring in talent. His job is to make that roster as good as he can make it. And he just added another piece. Now, if you're celebrating the national day calendar stuff, there's nothing there. I'm looking. It is National Smile Day. So if you want to do that, feel free. That seems pretty easy to do. Probably a good way to get through a solid day. You can participate in that. Good to be back on here. We'll have some notes flowing today. Appreciate you guys. Several of you DM me about my kid and the baseball championship stuff. But yeah, that was, if you saw stuff on Facebook I put out there, that was awesome. Again, that was awesome. Congratulations to Northwest Lincoln. All right, guys, appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow to do it again. This is the 247 um, Sports Rebels 247 podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow.